0: Everyone, welcome to a new episode of Exploit It. I'm Alexis Trawski,
1: and I'm Kevin Daly. Being afraid of taking out my trash tonight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and this week we're talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two, from 1987, directed by
1: Joseph H. Earl. The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Oh well, no, not exactly. No! But it isn't over yet fact, the ultimate nightmare is about to begin all over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Hey, you little bastard! All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness.
0: Very, very naughty.
1: And all he ever got was pain. <laughs> she was naughty. Now, he wants revenge. And this time... Carpet day! He's going to get it. Step by step. Weapon by weapon. (laughs) Victim by victim. is coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. I've got a present for you! The terrifying suspense shocker you've been waiting for. <laughs> Last time it threw you. This time... Bingo! It'll kill you. Silent Night Releasing Corporation presents... Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2.
0: Also known as Lee Harry, by the way. Not that he directed much else, though. I was going to say, did he direct anything else of note? Let's see. What's it say, Wikipedia? He directed Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. All right, well, that's that's what we're talking about, so. (laughs) Yep. He was actually an editor. Because as you can tell from this film, he was assigned to the task of re-editing the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night.
1: Yeah, um, about a third of this movie is, in fact, the original film.
0: Yeah, they said, take the entirety of Silent Night, Deadly Night and re-edit the entire movie to become a sequel. And he was like, fuck you, and added some things. So bizarre. So you saw why I said you don't need to see Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1?
1: Yeah, not really. Yeah, I was reading the synopsis of the first one. Like, it cuts out a, cuts out a couple of the scenes where, like, Billy's infatuated with uh, that one girl at work and stuff like that. But yeah, pretty much just uh, all the important stuff is covered.
0: So the movie opens, and we meet
1: our star, Eric Freeman, as Ricky. Yeah, Yes, star. And not total internet meme lord. Oh, he is so internet meme lord. The, his delivery for everything is insane. He sounds like... Imagine you know how I mean. We did already have Dave Mustaine doing a movie on this <laughs> show somehow, but imagine Dave Mustaine delivering lines. Every line is delivered in the in the tenor of Dave Mustaine, and that's that's what we're going for here.
0: Yeah, and he's in a mental hospital, and an orderly comes in, sets up a recorder, because then comes a doctor.
1: And... That orderly wants a piece.
0: Oh, he is like, I've got my eyes on you, Ricky. You know, i will be here. I'm listening. And doctor's like, oh hello, Ricky. I'm Doctor Bloom. And er, Ricky goes, fuck off, Doc. I think I got that delivery right. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, pretty much exactly. And he's like, let's not screw around, Ricky. My time's valuable. And then Ricky, oh, my time isn't valuable.
1: Just th- this delivery. No, Ricky. <laughs> no, Ricky. It's not valuable. You're in a mental institution for killing people. And so he starts his questions.
0: He's like, who killed your parents? And Ricky just says, Santa Claus. He's not wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong. And we get a first flashback of Billy telling this story of
1: him as a baby. Right, because presumably Ricky, uh, or Billy told Ricky all of the stuff that happened. Really, this is just a scene from the first movie.
0: Ricky's a baby, and his brother Billy, this is the second week in a row we've had a little kid named Billy. Yep, generic kid name. Billy is seven, and they're all on some family trip somewhere, and it gets to be night, and they see a, a Santa broke down at the side of the road. And so he comes to the car. They're like, can we help you, Santa? And he just pulls out a gun. He, uh, he tries to rape the mom, which I was like, ooh, ooh, no, no. And
1: yeah, this is a theme in this movie, <laughs> incidentally. Yeah, I am sorry that there was so much... Rape in this movie. I I literally made multiple notes going, "What is the with the attempted rape in this movie?" I totally forgot
0: there was so much. But he gets frustrated by the crying baby, and basically, yeah, he kills the parents. And we go back to the mental hospital where the doctor's like, "How could
1: you possibly remember that?" And I'm like, "How the How did you live? How did you both live through that?"
0: Maybe he still had a little bit of Christmas cheer in him and let the kids live.
1: I guess. So, but instead of becoming Batman, <laughs> yeah,
0: he goes. They go to live at St. Mary's Orphanage, which Ricky says
1: I hated that fucking place. I mean, it's fair. And so, how they, many or, how many people in orphanages just go? Man, that was the best time of my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: really. Even in the movie Annie, when they're singing and dancing, they're still really unhappy.
1: It's a hard knock life.
0: Yep. And so they're at school around Christmas time, and they're drawing pictures of Santa, and of course Billy draws a picture of Santa murdering his family.
1: Yeah, because he has deep psychological trauma. For yeah. Good reason. For good reason.
0: Which these nuns that run this orphanage are unsympathetic to. They're like, we don't care that your parents were killed by Santa, you must respect the traditions of Christmas. So they, they punish him, they send him to his room, but he hears weird sounds and leaves his room. And um, the weird sounds are people fucking.
1: Actual consensual sex in this scene. I think the only scene of consensual sex in this right? Yeah,
0: it's like a nun it, and a dude. So we get a yeah. little bit of nunsploitation in there. We do. And just, a, just, a, just a tit. Just, 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 just a, a tit. <laughs> and Mother just Superior it. comes in, screaming, that You filthy devils! Take your punishment! And she, she beats the hell out of them. And then she goes and beats the hell out of Billy.
1: <laughs> yeah, for, for seeing... Things accidentally,
0: and they send him out to play with the other kids. And I like the dialogue that uh, Ricky has. He's like Billy, "What's wrong?" And this other kid says, "Your brother's a nutcase." Fair.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're both they're both a little, a little bit broken.
0: And Mother Superior explains what they were doing was naughty, and naughtiness must be punished.
1: So she just straight up creates a slasher, the uh, slasher villain. Yep, she does. Just. Plants the uh, sex-bad, murder-all-people-having-sex thing into his brain, and just straight-up creates uh, Jason Voorhees. It's fine. Fine.
0: Uh, Then we get a little quick scene with the the doctor and Ricky again. And Ricky says, oh no, the doctor asks, do you have dreams? Ricky goes, I don't sleep, but Billy had dreams. And we go like (laughs) right back to another flashback, another scene from the first movie. Well, sleep is the cousin of death. So Billy, who's dealing with the fact that Santa killed his parents, is having nightmares. So these wonderfully caring nuns decide to just fucking
1: tie him to his bed. So, I mean, we're talking... I mean, the movie was made in 1987. Billy's, like, seven, so what are we are We talking? I don't know, the 60s sometime, probably?
0: Y- yeah, probably. Still. So, I,
1: mean, <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, like, we, we were not so good about mental health. I mean, we're still not... So good about him. we're a little better than we were in the '60s, though.
0: Yeah, and then um, Santa's visiting the orphanage, and the nuns are trying to force Billy to sit on
1: Santa's lap, and he's he's freaking out. And Billy throws a mean left hook. Also, at this point, we have boob account one. At some point, I think probably during the sex scene.
0: Yeah, probably we had boob then. Yeah, so the nuns like you're going to learn gratitude, Billy, and beats the shit out of him. And Ricky says in voiceover, "No one heard him screaming." but I did. <laughs> and so Billy turns 18
1: and he leaves the orphanage to go work at a local toy store. Yeah. Apparently uh, the mother superior got him a job at the toy store as Santa. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, we got more scenes from the original movie. Apparently he did more than just to be Santa, but in uh, I guess the original Santa had a problem. So they just shoved him into the Santa suit, essentially. <laughs> Well,
0: that would make more sense. Like, he's a cashier yeah. that's just voluntold to be Santa. Yeah,
1: basically. the way this movie
0: presents it is just, he was hired as Santa.
1: Right, that's, that's how this movie presents that, that story. At this point, like, I'm trying to figure out how Ricky knows any of this. Because Ricky is still at the orphanage at this time. Did he call his brother up every night? <laughs> Maybe. Because he knows, like, all these details about, like, Every, the All the killings and <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Too many details.
0: Yes. So Santa, Billy, has kids sitting on his lap, and he's just like, Stop being naughty! I punish naughty children severely! And it's just scaring the shit out of the kids. And there's a big Christmas party that night, and everyone's drunk.
1: Yeah, I'd like also, uh, just a little bit going back, I'd like to think that Billy grew up to be John Leguizamo in Violet Knight. I would that would be a great solution rather than what this
0: movie gives us, yeah, <laughs> that would be a great backstory, yes, but no, we get him. It's this crazy dude, yep, and this one couple of coworkers they run off to the back. Uh, one of them is named Andy, Andy's the guy, yeah, because when he goes back there, the girl is like, "Andy, stop, Andy stop, and it's attempted rape number two,
1: <laughs> also boob account too.
0: yeah, good she he uh, just rips
1: her blouse open. In the original movie, that's the girl he has a crush on.
0: Oh, so it's more than just a trigger. There, there's other yeah. things going on. Yes. But here, he just screams naughty and goes into a blind
1: Santa rage and murders them. Well, he murders the guy first. And yeah. then, with, like, strangles him with some Christmas lights. It's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, and the girl's like, What'd you do, Billy? What'd you do? And he goes,
1: Punishment is good. And then she gets all in his shit even though he that dude just tried to rape her and so he kills her too. And he's basically the kid from Santa Sangre at this point. Yeah,
0: cuz then he goes out and um he kills the drunk boss and then he kills the the drunk old lady that works there with a bow arrowed. Yeah. It was time to join Santa's sleigh tonight. Ricky says that oh it
1: wasn't Billy's fault. It was that bitch superior that made him I mean, it's still Ricky's fault, because ultimately, he's still an adult making decisions. But yeah, they broke the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, they did break him. Uh, Ricky points out he only punished the naughty ones, which apparently includes this couple that we see that are that they've finished decorating their house. They're going to have consensual sex.
1: Yes, until the cat cock blocks them.
0: Yeah, oh, they're going to fuck on a pool table, the cat cock blocks them, Girl goes upstairs and, like, looks out the door. And here comes Billy with his trademark catchphrase of Punish. Just Booba run. count three at, yep. at this point. Billy just runs out of the darkness screaming Punish and fucking hangs her from a
1: deer. Yeah, that's pretty creative death. death. Uh, at this point, the body count on screen is about eight. This is pretty early in the movie. Yeah. So I started keeping track of the death count <laughs> as well as the boob count.
0: So then, kills the guy, throws him out of a window, and Ricky goes, but they deserved it. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe the the rapey guy in the toy store did? Yeah. But these were just people in their house having consensual sex. Yeah, but he's a slasher villain, so. Yeah. And so, in the flashbacks, the cops get the description that it's a guy in a Santa suit, and they start just busting everybody that's dressed as Santa.
1: (laughs) 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 They're not not gonna, not gonna bother doing any investigation. They're just gonna roll every Santa they possibly see on Christmas Eve.
0: Um, they fucking roll up on a Salvation Army Santa, and it's the stop and frisk policy then.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but Billy knows the road, so he's he's cutting through the woods where there's these teenagers that are about to go sledding, and then the uh, the bully teenagers come and take their sleds
1: and go. Like, one of the bullies just looks like a 35 year old man picking on some teenager.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they're like adults and they get in this yeah. little kid sled and it looks so yeah. weird. Yeah. And they're going down the hill and fucking Billy jumps out with an axe and just like fucking cuts one head off. <laughs> head rolls down the hill.
1: We're at nine deaths now on screen. That yeah. is. And
0: Ricky tells us Billy hated bullies.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but also you can't just be like, eh, murder, murder the bully. Like, that's just not how that works. Though sometimes you want to. Yeah, um,
0: so apparently there's a line here that I wrote down, but without any of the context, that just goes, oh, so we're all just jerking off here. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's because it's fairly obvious where where Billy's going. They all know he's going to the orphanage, and the police chief's like, well, why aren't we going to the orphanage? Are we just jerking off here? Go! <laughs> oh, there we go. And so it's Christmas at the orphanage, the kids are all playing outside, and Santa comes up. And they're like, it's Santa! And Ricky's like, is it Billy? And the cops just, this cop just comes out and just shoots Santa dead in front of all these kids.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, not me. <laughs> not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was not. It was not.
1: It was, it was the poor fucking janitor who was dead now, it, now it's uh, the death count of ten. Though this isn't actually the killer's doing. <laughs> this movie.
0: But that scene is just hilarious. I, I used it in like every video project I did in high school. I would just throw in this shot of Santa being gunned down, and the kids like, ah! <laughs> I'd be doing a project in like the Industrial Revolution, and then for no reason, fucking Santa shot dead. I didn't get many A's. (laughs) No. (laughs) But you sure had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was like, you know how anytime Paul Rudd would go on Conan? He would say, oh, I brought a clip from my movie. And Uh, he would would just play the the, the kid in the wheelchair from Mac and Me rolling down the hill. He would always play that clip every time.
1: This was your your Mac and Me scene? That was
0: my Mac and Me scene. Everything I did, I I included this scene. Fair. So, the nun tells the mother superior, says, no harm must come to the children, even though these children are pretty harmed now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just saw Santa die. And the cop takes this long-ass time, like, securing the grounds, looking around, jumping around corners and trees with his gun.
1: And we're just waiting for him to die, because that's yep. inevitable.
0: What is this, 11 now? When Billy This is 11. Out. Yep, this is number 11. And axes this guy. And then he just comes to the door, and the kids are like, Santa! And they let in Billy Santa, who just, he goes after Mother Superior, and he's like, there's no Santa! Naughty! There's no Santa! And then the cops shoot him dead. They bust him, shoot him dead, in front of the kids. So that's twice in one day the kids (laughs) have seen Santa killed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I guess I I miscounted. This is technically death 12. I, I, I did not write this one down for some reason.
0: Oh. Well, maybe because he didn't think Billy would die, because he's a slasher yeah. villain, and slasher villains yeah. don't always die. But Ricky gets adopted by a Jewish family called the Rosenbergs, yeah. which is perfect. No more yeah, Christmas drama.
1: I to say, not the worst place for him. He doesn't have to celebrate Christmas with the Jewish family.
0: And even, though, even he says that they were pretty good people. You know, and there's like this montage of old home videos and Ricky's smiling. yeah. And we learned that Ricky is also nun-phobic. Yeah, well, I mean, why not? Because <laughs> he's um, out with the mom, and he sees these nuns, and he's just, like, full-on panic.
1: And then they yeah, go he'd... in... No, 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 I was just saying, yeah, he, he's having, like, PTSD <laughs> from these nuns.
0: And then there's this big red curtain, and the mom gets it. And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, I understand. So, good people!
1: <laughs> yeah. And then the... The dad dies. Probably pretty young, too, given, <laughs> like, how old... I think Ricky is supposed to be, like, 15 at the time?
0: Yeah, he's a young teenager. Like
1: and um, so it Sounds like it was pretty sudden.
0: He goes out walking in the woods, and, you know, he, he says, you tend to get paranoid when everyone around you gets dead. That's life.
1: I mean, that's not... that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if everyone around you is dying for whatever reason, yeah, you, I would imagine you do start getting paranoid. And he sees
0: this couple, the guy I know is Eddie, uh, because the woman
1: says his name,
0: and it's attempted rape number three. Yep. Booba number Again. four? Uh, No booba in this scene. Oh, He is, like, really on her, though. Yeah. And then he's, like, gets this fed up and he's like, I'm just gonna go get a beer.
1: This movie is sponsored by Takate.
0: And Ricky goes and says naughty,
1: and Runs him down with the guy's own jeep. Death count 13 now, I guess, technically. The girl comes up and thanks him. Yeah, and Ricky's like, all right. And doesn't kill her.
0: Meanwhile, the doctor has written down Red Car in giant letters with exclamation points, and Ricky sees this and goes, good
1: point, doctor. It is a good point. Red is obviously a trigger. uh Yeah, and so is attempted rape.
0: (laughs) Yes, as it should be. And so he's like, my old lady couldn't attend me send me to college, so I got a job. And I guess he's washing dishes or something. He's got an apron
1: on. Yeah, he's taking he, out trash, doing stuff at a restaurant, seems like.
0: And he overhears this stuff, which he says in voiceover sounded like a squirrel getting its nuts squeezed. <laughs> but it's just a, a loan shark bullying this person to get his debt back. You know, and so Ricky's watching, and then the guy pulls out a red handkerchief. Oh, yeah. And he goes up, and he just kills this dude with a fucking umbrella. And it
1: does, in fact, look like the umbrella logo. Also Death 14. Yep. Um, he goes up, like, the Lone Shark, like, walks, like, bumps into to Ricky. And Ricky's got, like, a head, he's, like, a head taller and swole as fuck, and the dude's, like, talking shit to him, like, why would you- you mess with the guy who's six inches taller than you and has muscles bigger than your head.
0: <laughs> so he impales him with the umbrella and then opens the umbrella. I like it. Yep, it's a pretty, pretty neat good, death. Pretty good death. And uh, not a drop of blood on Ricky as he walks away. He's wearing a <laughs> white shirt, a white apron, perfectly spotless.
1: <laughs> That's uh,
0: That takes skill. Yep, and so... The doctor goes. Tell me about Jennifer,
1: which triggers Ricky, and he's like, "She's the only thing I ever cared about." You mean Jenny eight six seven five three zero nine? Damn you, Tommy Two Tone! Yeah,
0: Jenny and Ricky they met because uh, they bumped into each other. Literally, she hit him with his car while he was on his motorcycle, and they they fall madly in love. And
1: there's a montage, including some booba side booba, but booba yeah. booba count for. As they have sex. Rickys looks like uh, Budget Charlie Shane yeah he's always wearing these tight shirts riding on motorcycles and lots they're... of uh some <laughs> some delicious cruising filler so they're just driving around wasting screen time
0: yeah, and they go to a movie theater tiniest fucking theater it's got three rows <laughs> that is a
1: small movie theater
0: I went to a theater like that in New York that only showed like really obscure independent films that only had, like, three or four rows that, like, fit 20 people in there.
1: you see anything good?
0: Oh, I saw Happiness. Oh, okay. That's, whether that's good or not is somebody else to interpret It's It's an odd movie.
1: <laughs> but at least it's a movie that is respected.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, Ricky is watching a trailer for the movie called Chaos, which is just, like, screaming and gunshots and violence, and the, the narrator of the trailer's like... All of the violence you've been waiting for—it's just pure violence.
1: There's not even a story. It's Michael Bay's wet dream.
0: And Ricky's eyes are all lit up. He's so into this
1: trailer. Jenny's like, "Hey, are you actually take that stuff?" Like, ooh. And, and Ricky's like, "You know what? I've always wanted my name to be Michael."
0: Yeah. But yeah, she's judging him for liking this violent trailer. And then he's like, what's this movie we're watching? Oh, it's awesome. It's about a killer that dresses up as Santa. And Ricky just has like a spit take. Goes, what? (laughs) So there's these teenagers sitting in the, the last row that are just being assholes. Screaming at the movie. Screaming at people that give them dirty looks. So Ricky's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And Jenny's ex boyfriend Chip comes up, eighties guy, eighties guy, and he's like, "Oh, hey, hey, let's let's get back together. I never forgot you. Yeah, my girlfriend's sitting in the very next seat, watching us have this conversation where I'm trying to get you back, but
1: yeah.
0: and Ricky uh, punishes the the people back there, the the bad teenagers, just kills them.
1: Yeah, I I didn't count this one because not sure if he died or if they just he just like knocked him out, because you would think after they left the movie, <laughs> they be like, hey, there's a dead guy. There. <laughs> there's
0: a dead guy here, yeah. But
1: they didn't even bother to mention that.
0: Maybe it's a really bad theater, and it's like, got another dead guy, this okay. fucking
1: theater. <laughs> they don't even, it's like, yeah, oh, it's the third one today. All right. throw him in the pile. With all the people that overdosed in our shit-ass theater. <laughs> he just thinks it was an OD, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that but Ricky's really like
0: funny. I'm beginning to like this movie now
1: he's Ricky's like the Manchurian candidate of Christmas he just he sees it's like Santa must kill
0: <laughs> yeah it yes it is and the movie they're watching it's not scenes from Silent Night Deadly night I think because no, that would be funny <laughs> It has this Santa running around with a shotgun holding up stores going, Give me all the fucking money! Ho, ho, ho! But then we uh, have this date where, well, Ricky and Jenny are walking about. And I know it's the scene because Ricky's got that fucking blue sweater on.
1: Yep.
0: And I'm like, this is it! They come up on a chip fixing his car.
1: His red car.
0: Yeah, his, his red car. Which he calls Old Red. Because um, Ricky says something to Chip, like, back off. And he's like, well, that's what she said when I fucked her brains in the backseat of Old Red here. Yeah. And he fucking electrocutes Chip with the, the jumpers from the car
1: battery. It's a hell of a way to go. And so, so I think we're at technically body count 16 now, because I'm going to add the the heckler and, uh, well, Billy himself died. Yeah.
0: Jenny's like, ah, Ricky, how could you? I hate you, Ricky. Ricky just screams punish and, and chokes her to death. That would be, uh, 17. <laughs> yeah, with the car, Ariel. Yeah, yeah. And then a police officer's like, hey, hey, you just murdered two people. So he grabs the officer's gun and shoots him in the head.
1: 18.
0: Yeah, this whole massacre scene. Some guy, yep. like, just walks out of his house and... <laughs> Ricky shoots him and just goes, Motherfucker! And that was 19. And then there's this guy that's taking out his trash and putting uh, it on
1: the garbage. Scene that, la- scene that launched a thousand memes and makes me question whether I should take my trash out <laughs> tonight.
0: Because he just takes his garbage down to the curb and Ricky's there and just goes, Garbage day! And shoots the dude.
1: It's ridiculous I also included <laughs> anyway that's number 20
0: yeah I included that clip in everything I did too
1: yeah oh well, I mean that's a a true classic
0: I translated it into Spanish for a Spanish project <laughs> and just made this like a trailer for a movie and I have him go Día del Basura <laughs>
1: that should be the name of a movie
0: that's what I did and then um Some car comes driving at him, and he just shoots the car, and it fucking flips, and Michael Bay explodes. Uh, We don't know how many uh, people were in the car.
1: Yeah, 21. Well, I'm going to assume it was just the one person.
0: Well, it's a tiny little fucking
1: Datsun, so... Yeah, I I thought I only saw the driver, so I'm going to go with 21.
0: And then the police come, and Ricky's in a standoff, and he tries to kill himself, realizes he's out of
1: out of ammo. Yeah, I had counted the bullets as he was firing them cuz you know how these movies go. It's like, oh, it's a six-shot revolver, but he's going to fire 30 shots out of it because that's just how movies go. But no, it was exactly six shots.
0: Well, how about that?
1: He so, um, good good job continuity team.
0: One on the guy he called motherfucker, one for garbage day, and then four on the car.
1: Well, no, cuz he he one on the one, one on, the, on the cop one on the cop, one on the guy who just walked out, two, one on the uh, the garbage guy, and then I think he fired three into the uh, the car. Yeah, and he laughs
0: like when he blows up the car. He's just saying "ha," huh.
1: like he's going "ha
0: ha ha ha
1: ha." <laughs> yeah, this actor is special.
0: Yes, Eric Freeman. But he's arrested, and that brings us to the present day, where now he's killed the doctor. We didn't see him kill the doctor. We just see the doctor's dead. They strangled him with the
1: tape, recording tape.
0: Yeah, which I don't think you can. That tape is pretty lightweight. It would just, like, snap.
1: But he managed to. And then
0: yeah. we, we, we just hear, oh no, he's escaping! Ah, bang, bang! and
1: Number 21. Well, he presumably he <sighs> kills somebody else, but... You don't see it on scene. And yeah, I'm only counting on scene deaths, on screen deaths. at twenty-one now. Yeah.
0: And so we learned that Mother Superior is retired. She had a stroke, but that's not going to stop Billy. Ricky, no, Ricky, who um, he just kills a fucking Salvation Army Santa.
1: That is really depressing. And takes Number twenty-two, a- but very fucking depressing. And-,
0: and takes his outfit, and he just calls up Mother Superior to be like, "Merry Christmas, Santa's back." Garbage Day.
1: Ricky's <laughs> about to take out the trash.
0: Yeah. Um. And Mother Superior, when we see her now, yeah, she had what kind of fucking stroke did this woman have? Cause she, she looks,
1: looks like a leper. I
0: know. She looks like the fucking Toxic Avenger. Her face is all mutated and bubbling, like like she was like burned or something.
1: And just, I do appreciate that she lives in apartment six 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 though.
0: Yes, her address is six six six. Um as, as Ricky busts in, going Mother Superior, I got a present for you So he chases this woman who's in a wheelchair, this elderly stri- stroke victim.
1: Who's very strong for an elderly stroke victim in a wheelchair. Yeah, she, she... Pu- pushing like you know, uh fucking dressers <laughs> in front of doors and shit. And then like He knocks her down the stairs. Just like Professor X, her biggest weakness is stairs.
0: Yeah, but she just gets up and walks on over to her spare wheelchair.
1: Yeah, her backup (laughs) wheelchair is waiting.
0: Yeah. Finally, when he's like, "You've been naughty," the cops bust in and kill him. Well, they shoot
1: him. Well, I maybe we forget the part. Oh, we forgot.
0: You know, he does kill her. Yes. (laughs)
1: Because the cops come in off scene. I'm oh, but yeah. I'm counting this one because we do see it.
0: Because the cops come in and Mother Superior's just chilling at the table, and the other like junior nun runs up and the fucking head just falls off
1: this body, and that's oh, number twenty-three. Read. And this one might have been deserved. I <laughs> think she might have earned that death. Yeah, she did. But she, um... yeah. Then then they shoot the shit out of Ricky. And this movie, for body for body uh, twenty-four. Yeah. Asterisk.
0: And interestingly, the, uh, the shot of the arm of him dressed as the Santa suit, that's from the first movie. Yeah. But yeah, this movie is hilarious. It's a cult film. Yeah. Um, mostly because of Eric Freeman's performance.
1: Yeah. Interestingly, if his performance isn't, like, completely awful, this movie's kind of forgettable, right?
0: Yeah. Um, it, it, he earned... Meme status for this in more recent years per Garbage Day, but I mean his whole performance is
1: just as weird.
0: <laughs> they um tried to find him for a commentary track for the DVD in two thousand four, uh huh. But they couldn't fi- find him at all. He he fell off the radar. Weird. But then in twenty thirteen he just popped up at a screening of the movie at a theater, and he was like, "I didn't know you people liked this. What
1: the fuck." Like you, yeah, you're even... a, you're an internet star. You're 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 in the But Tommy Wiseau club of uh, weird performances.
0: Yeah, and he, he discovered then that there were like whole fucking websites dedicated to trying to track this dude down. Yes.
1: And um, well, hopefully he's enjoying a bit of his uh, his fame now.
0: He he uh, he was on TV in 2016,
1: but this maybe is... he gets goes to some cons, signs some stuff, talks to people. That sounds like it would be fun if he does that.
0: Poses with people, someone going, Garbage day! <laughs> Give them a the thumbs up and selfies. Yeah, why not? Alright, well, on the count of three, say garbage
1: day! <laughs> I mean, I would get sick of, sick of it if you had to do it, like, every day. But if you do it every, like, year, you go to a con or something, that sounds like it would be fun. I would
0: get him to sign a trash can.
1: <laughs> that would be f- <laughs> Like one of them old that
0: would be rad. metal trash like bins. Like metal.
1: Like the kind you, like on pro wrestling, you smash in someone's head. Yeah, you
0: never see these at somebody's house.
1: No, they're only, actually, I think pro wrestling bought all of them.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, this movie is hilarious.
1: Yeah. So, the reason I say there's an asterisk on Ricky's death is technically he survives for the third movie, but we're going to pretend the third movie doesn't exist.
0: Oh, we could prevent that none of the others exist. Because there's a...
1: Oh yeah, there's more, but they're not related at all to the original trilogy.
0: Yeah, well, there's Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, and Ricky is the killer in that. But like...
1: The story is batshit insane. Like, actually, maybe we do want to cover this.
0: It is, because he's like, had a coma, and he's got like this glass case around his head... And
1: they and like, have this girl like psychic who communicates with them psychically. It's fucking yeah, weird. It's
0: like, Ricky feels pain. It's a fucking
1: weird movie. Maybe we should do this one. Not, not, not now, but maybe we should do this one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking... I'm sure now that I bring it up. Bill Mosley is Ricky. Yeah, we have... Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll see in a couple weeks when we do the... Rob Zombie movies.
1: Ah, that'll be fun. But yeah. Anyway, twenty four deaths, pretty high. Yeah. Pretty I, high death count for an hour, a movie that's under an hour and a half. That's like a death every three minutes. Is actually pretty impressive. Yeah,
0: there are two other sequels. There's four, which we might do because it's by Brian Yasna, and we do need to visit some Brian Yasna films at some point. Um, but it has nothing to do with Ricky. It's like is that the toy one? No, this is like. Cult a woman putting bugs another. Woman. Oh,
1: this is the cult one, yeah. Yeah, and then the the toy one's the one after it.
0: They have like a uh, a fucking a um like mentally handicapped, you know, Igor kind of character that's played by <laughs> Clint Howard that they call oh god that they call Ricky <laughs> oh god, but I don't think it's like the Ricky. And then there's Silent Night Deadly Night Five, the Toy Maker with fucking. Mickey Rooney.
1: <laughs> I do like cult horror, so that might be actually kind of fun to do yeah. at some
0: point. It's got Rick, Mickey Rooney and also Clint Howard. Ah, Clint Howard. Yeah, so well, we'll see Clint Howard, as well as Brian Yeltsin in the future. Eric Freeman, we probably won't. It's not like he did. He did he didn't some. Do too much. <laughs> no. Um, what he did do was just like little tiny TV appearances and stuff. He did a TV movie in 2016 called "A Husband for Christmas,"
1: where he is, is that a is that a Lifetime movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. And it also featured Robert Brian Wilson, who played Billy in
1: Silent Night Deadly Night. Oh, <laughs> so it's... weird! Ricky and... <laughs> so, wrote Ricky and Ricky and Billy in a Hallmark original film. <laughs> yeah,
0: a husband for Christmas. Maybe we should do that next year.
1: Um, yeah, maybe we should do that one next year.
0: It's got, oh yeah, it's got Vivica A. Fox,
1: Eric Roberts, Dominique Swain. You know, actually, now you bring it up, those are movies we should probably cover at some point, those holiday exploitation, because they're, they're exploitation films, like, realistically, aren't they? Like, they, they, they are.
0: I absolutely believe that when I watched uh, that one movie, that Karate Christmas Miracle yeah oh we're yeah, doing there's... a husband for Christmas it's directed by David Dakota. oh hell yes yeah we gotta do that one it's
1: yes. a little late <laughs> for... unfortunately it's a little late for this year but Christmas in July fuck it yeah I'm down fuck it
0: David Dakota directs Vivica A. Fox Eric Roberts Dominique Swain and Eric Freeman in a fucking Lifetime Christmas movie oh it's got fucking Johnny Whitaker from A Talking Cat in it <laughs> This movie sounds wonderful.
1: <laughs> sounds terrible, but that's kind of a that's kind of what we do.
0: Oh yeah, we are doing that movie.
1: Yeah, that sounds perfect for us, and we we should cover those like Christmas exploitation movies. We should. Co- a- <laughs> that is something that we should do. We should uh, next week
0: though. We are doing some classic exploitation with our boy, uh, D- uh, Damato. D- 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 Joe Damato. Yeah, we're doing Emmanuel E. Francois um, and another.
1: Yeah, depending on what we can find.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like his stuff is in
1: the mainstream, easy to find. Right. Yeah, um, Joe D'Amato, we're kind of where it started. All started. Yeah, because we used
0: to have that show, Cult of Joe D'Amato, where we went through every single Joe D'Amato
1: movie. And we found some. We <laughs> you found some, obs- some obscure shit.
0: Yeah. We did. I. Did. We, we what was watched... the name of
1: that? What was the name of that pirate movie that you found? Like thirty minutes of a television airing from that was like the only copy we could find.
0: Oh, and, and that was like early D'Amato. That was a uh, fucking was, like pirates and something. What was it? I'm looking it up here.
1: No subtitles. We really couldn't tell what was going on, but it was fun. It looked like it would be oh. very entertaining in its entirety.
0: At least a quarter of Joe D'Amato's career was of uh, the films we watched had no subtitles.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, neither of us speak Italian, though you speak Spanish, so you understood a lot more of it than I did, I'm sure.
0: Wow, I'm having trouble finding Joe D'Amato on IMDB. That's weird. It brings up a, a guy named Joe D'Amato, but that doesn't look like Aristoteles
1: And You could always you could always just type in cave dwellers and then click that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could. Uh, no, that's an actor from 30 Rock named Joe Amato.
1: Yeah, but we watched, um, oh, his, uh, some of his, like, sex comedies. What was that one where they're all, like, the family is trying to seduce him or something?
0: Oh, yeah,
1: there was a lot. And Laura Gemser is, like, a maid in it, I think.
0: Laura Gemser was in a lot, and we're, I don't know if we're doing a Laura Gemser movie. Isn't she in, uh, well, she's not in Emmanuelle Francois. She isn't. She
1: isn't the older sister in that one?
0: No, that, um, what's her name? I can't remember. Uh, even though I
1: just watched
0: this movie the other day.
1: <laughs> it is very good, though. Yeah,
0: but now I finally got D'Amato's 200 fucking filmography here. Half of which is porn. Pugni, Pirati, and Karate. Punches, Pirates, and Karate.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh <laughs> if only we could find an English translation of that movie. If oh. anybody listening to this for, not that we have a ton of listeners, but if somebody knows where to find a copy of this entire movie, especially with English subtitles, please let us know because I really want to watch it.
0: Yeah. So we'll be watching Emmanuely e. Francois, which falls between Redcoat and Emmanuel in Bangkok. Remember oh, did those? Did we do?
1: Did we do Red Coat? Oh, we did do Red Coat. That was the like, that the Mountie
0: one. Yeah, it was the one about the Mountie. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Emmanuel Bangkok. Now that's a classic as well.
0: We did that one twice, by the way, because remember at one we point we went and did all of the uh, Black Emmanuels? Uh-huh. So we revisited we that twice. Joe D'Amato's and Bruno Mate's.
1: Oh Yeah, yeah that, was, that was fun. Ah, good times.
0: Good times. But we will catch you then. Uh, make sure to check us out on all the social medias. You know, we're on Instagram at podcast, Twitter at PodcastExploit, or email us at ExploitedPodcast at gmail.com. We'll probably get somewhere else, too, because Twitter is... Well, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about that. But subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like what we do, make sure to leave a review to let others know. And next time, we look at a pair of Joe D'Amato movies. See you then. <laughs>